Hey there, podcast listeners, Andy Clark here, and I think you're going to enjoy this one. To me, it's so common that I, that I could imagine myself translating it directly into English and using it and just assuming people to understand me. That's what that, we do all the time now. People just look at us. Thinking, yeah, like, what are they saying? Yeah. That's when the monkey comes out of the sleeve. So what's it about? Well, I've decided it's time for a campaign. A campaign, I hear you say? Yes, indeed, a campaign. To get the best Dutch proverbs and expressions translated literally into English and accepted in everyday use. There are so many brilliant Dutch expressions and it's a crying shame they are not given the spotlight on the world stage they so richly deserve. So come on brothers, sisters, join me on the barricades and let's get this ball rolling. My all-time favourite expression is Nu komt de aap uit de mouw. Now the monkey comes out of the sleeve. But there are so many, many more. There are bike-related ones. And another, uh, there's another one about bikes that's a bit more vulgar, uh, or a bit, a, a lot more vulgar. Okay. It's called, um, it goes like this, op een oude fiets moet je leren. Um, it means literally on, you have to learn it on an old bike. Cheese variations. So I could say, oh, daar heb ik geen kaas van gegeten. Oh, uh, I've never had any cheese of that. <laughs> and there are even more with monkeys. Oh, shit. Now we're lodged in the monkey. Together, we can take these sayings international and give the Dutch language the leg up it needs on the world stage. Writer and comedian Pauline Cornelissen has made a career out of the exploration of the Dutch language, so who better to turn to to get the campaign underway? I caught up with her at her home in Amsterdam. To put her at ease, I decided to regale her with a witty podcast story before we got down to business. I will press record. So yeah. we are recording. I was doing that last time and I didn't press record. Oh, After 10 minutes, I realized I was with awful. this super boring business guy. And I was like, oh, shit, I haven't pressed record. Always good. All right. Um, so it's on now. It's on. Yeah. It's running. I could tell Pauline was really impressed with my podcast skills. Luckily, the record button remained firmly pressed and we continued with the podcast. So Great. that's cool. Okay, um, Pauline, can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, sure. I'm a writer and a comedian from the Netherlands. Um, and I have published so far three books about Dutch language and also a book about a guinea pig who works in an office. Uh, this is more like a fiction uh, novel, of course. Uh, and apart from that, I'm like right now I'm touring with my fourth solo show all throughout the Netherlands and Belgium. A guinea pig in an office? Yeah. Yeah, that was just sort of inspiration that hit me. I felt there needed to be a book about a guinea pig in an office. I just really like the idea of this sort of clunky animal being employed by a human office. It's great. I've listened to quite a few of them. They're really funny. Yeah, and it, if people are learning to speak it. Dutch, then it's a good way to learn to speak some Dutch as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some sort of office Dutch. I yeah, mean, yeah. I it's a bit like it. the office, only with, you know, without uh, Ricky Gervais, you've got a, a caveat. Uh, we have a guinea pig. A yeah. guinea pig, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, we're going to talk about language because you, yeah. you, you're fascinated by the Dutch language. That's the kind of the rode draad, the red thread throughout yeah. all of your, your work, I think, your yeah. theatre performances and your newspaper columns and TV. Um, why this oh yeah, I'm also a columnist. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just had my deadline today, so then I forget about it right away. Yeah, I'm gone, <laughs> gone till the next yeah. one. Why the fascination for the Dutch language? Um, well, I think it's not the Dutch language, language per se that I'm fascinated by. I just really like language, but I have the misfortune of being uh, born in the Netherlands and uh, being uh, a speaker of Dutch. I mean, I, I 
personally would very much uh, like to have another mother tongue because Dutch is so small and so marginal. But it is what I was raised in. So, yeah, I guess I have the most feelings with regards to Dutch. If I hear someone say something in English, like use a certain expression, I don't, I, I can understand the expression, but often I don't know what kind of person would use that expression. So, for example, if you would say, I don't know, uh, wow, geez, geez Louise. I don't yeah. know if that would be something you would say or whether it would be a weird idiosyncrasy. Uh, I don't, I don't know. And in Dutch, I always know. So. Right. Because I know Dutch so well, I can write about it. And yeah. I always have uh, strong feelings and strong opinions about <laughs> the way people express themselves. And comedy is the kind of most difficult thing in a language to do, I think, isn't it? I mean, tragedy, you That's put a true. kid on a stage, kid cries, tragedy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Comedy, it's all clever and play on words and associations. It definitely is, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think maybe you can get away sort of being funny in a in a different language if you're very aware of your your own uh, position as an outsider so i guess you could make it work that way but um when i perform in dutch i definitely i'm very strict about how i would phrase a sentence and where where the laugh should be so yeah, it helps to be fluent in in a language to do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, everybody is fluent in in one or another language, I guess. Yeah, of course. Okay, we're going to talk today about some of these great Dutch expressions. You yeah. know, foreigners come here and they hear start to hear all languages have them, of course. But the Dutch mm. have got some brilliant ones. Yeah. So we want to run through a few of them and 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 try and sort of unpack a few of them. What on earth do they mean? So yeah, sure. I'll just I mean, just out of curiosity, do you feel that Dutch has more? Uh, weird expressions than, for example, English? I, I, yeah, I kind of got the feeling, yes, yeah. but I don't, you know, I mean, I guess when people start saying to me, what are the English ones? I think, okay, raining cats and dogs. And then they start well, to yeah. come through to you, frog, yeah. in, frog in the throat and that sort of thing. If somebody uh, has a yeah. cough or a sore throat. I have a frog in my throat right now. Sorry for that. Okay. Uh, but there's, there's loads in Dutch. So let's, let's pick a uh, first one. A good one to start with is Methode in Hausfaller. So that means literally to begin or something. Or the literal translation would be to fall with the door in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very normal one. We would, uh, yeah, you would say it like at the beginning of, uh, if you just start a subject without any introduction to it, you, you say, well, let me just fall into the house with a door. I think it's a very funny one because it, to me, it brings to mind sort of these old fashioned, uh, theater comedies where there's lots of doors and, and people by way of, uh, getting a laugh, they will fall, literally fall, <laughs> fall in, into the room bringing the the door with them is that where it came from i think it it, it did oh, okay. yeah because it's sort of i guess it's sort of a a theater trope to uh, to have people fall yeah uh, fall inside like a farce going in and out of doors and things yeah, collapsing and sort of that okay yeah. okay yeah. and it's very common people say and how can you say it in dutch because i've mangled it already obviously but uh, yeah uh, you would uh, i use it myself uh, for example like um um now ik val maar meteen met in huis um, and then uh, the car has been stolen. So you can then then it, it sort of um, yeah, excuses you from from explaining yourself. Basically. Yeah, a bit like an English one would be, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. That's also kind of a weird one when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, although I think that's a bit more emotional maybe. Like then you know that okay. something emotionally charged will be said and the door in house. So falling in, with, uh, in the house with the door with you, it's more like... 
just uh, we don't have time for any explanation. We'll just dive right in. Still straight down to business. Yeah. Okay. Now the next the next one is one of my all time favorites. And uh. we at home with my three daughters and my wife, we always use this. We think it's so funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just us. Maybe we're just a bit crazy. <laughs> I'm you know, really but, curious. Uh, but yeah, knew the app comes out the mouth. Oh, that's such now a the good monkey one. comes out of the sleeve. Oh god! And yeah. it's absolutely what it's a bizarre, but it's it's, it's brilliant bizarre, expression. It, yeah, and it. It, um, to me, it's so common that I that I could imagine myself translating it directly into English and using it, and just assuming people to understand me. That's it's what that, we do all the time now. People just look at us. Thinking, yeah, like what are they saying? Yeah. That's when the monkey comes out of the sleeve. Um, I think it has to do with old variety acts, like um, you know, like um, uh, how do you say uh, a magician, for mm-hmm. example. We also say it with now. Now the monkey comes out. Uh, no, now the the rabbit comes out of the high hat. Okay. So it's sort of yeah. that kind of a uh, reveal. Okay. I think. Okay. If I think about that, then that immediately sort of makes sense. But monkey out, coming right, out of the sleeve think, is. Uh, I think that that must be it. Although sometimes, I mean, of course, I'm not a like a real expert on these things. So sometimes I'm completely wrong. I know of another very interesting expression that we use, uh, that I recently heard where it came from. We say about things. That they are kut met peren, literally translated, uh, vagina with pears. And then it turns out, <laughs> what? have you heard this or not? Yeah, it, I, it just doesn't compute though. It's always because it I know compute. what yes, cut means, but, but I, then I yeah. always think, what the. Yeah, a, a vagina with pears, that's, that's yeah. weird. So pears, P E A R S, right? Yeah, the fruit. Um, yeah. The fruit. Yeah. And it, to us, it's a very, I don't know, snappy, nice way to say that, that life sucks. And, uh, but <laughs> okay. apparently it comes from English. And really? it comes, it's actually cut with pears. And this is from, um, a clear marker. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like a, a, a tailor. A clo- like a tailor. Yeah. Who somebody's would, making a suit or so, making yeah, clothes. So yeah, they cut, they cut the, the cloth. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing it right, it, it goes, uh, they make it into pears. So it's a sort of an old English expression. Okay. Oh, it's cut with pears. So it's not a clean cut, but it, it sort of frayed and it, it's, uh, oh. so the cloth is not just one cloth, but it's sort of paired into different it's split bits into and two. So yeah, it becomes sort a of pear. like that. So okay. cut with pears was originally an, an English expression, but because if you just, Say it literally in Dutch. It sounds so vulgar and so lovely that um, okay. yeah, we kept it. That's what we've been doing with the monkey come out. Uh, yeah, new come up out the mouth is that literally translating. I think a lot of internationals do that with these expressions because they sound so colourful and yeah. sound so great. Yeah, but sure. you you think just to go back briefly to the yeah, the sure. out the mouth is like then a magician sort of thing. It's I would of, think so. Yeah, and now the hidden agenda becomes and people use it in yeah. a kind of almost a kind of a sort of cynical way. If you say that about somebody, it's kind of like a bit distrusting. I don't yeah, really although, trust you very I, much. Although or, uh, often. I think you would hear it ironically. So, mm. so somebody will say like, well, actually, um, I bought a Twix on the way home. So that's why I'm not that hungry. And then you could say, ah, now come to Aap uit de mouw. Ah, so it's not that serious okay. an offense. Okay. It's not yeah. like someone's trying to swindle you out of your house or something or, or yeah, someone, you I know. I think then it would be. No, I think it would be a little bit too frivolous to to say it like that. Okay, it is one of my favorite ones. It's a brilliant, it's, brilliant it's expression. A nice one, yeah. yeah, really, really great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> okay, and the other, this next one's a good one as well. It's also it's it's iemand achter het behang plakken. I'm not sure if I got that quite yeah. right. But, yeah, iemand achter het behang plakken. Yeah. And what does that mean? Uh, it's most often said uh, by parents about their own children. 
Literally, it means uh, to want to paste someone behind the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, they were so busy today. I really wanted to put them behind the wallpaper. Right, right. Um, well, yeah, it's very evocative, I think. Uh, it's a way to get rid of something. To um, We also say, like, to want to brush it under the carpet. Yeah. Maybe you say that That's in English That's an English as well. one, too, yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah, so yeah. We, we sort of... Put that in a different feature in the in the in the house. It's a kind of expression for when the kids are particularly used with kids a lot from the really yeah. getting on your nerves and yeah, it's like getting. I I think you could say it about like a very annoying colleague. Okay. Oh, I really would like to paste him behind the wallpaper, but but most often it's about kids. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good one. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. And today I'm talking to writer and comedian Pauline Cornelissen. And there's a lot more in just a minute when we enter the super Dutch round of expressions with phrases featuring cheese, windmills, clogs and bikes. What more could you ever wish for? These are all dead certainties to be translated and used in English around the world. You can bet your hat on that one. And if you stay tuned to the very end, you will even be rewarded with a second monkey phrase. Well, it is almost Christmas after all. Just a quick message from our sponsors. First off, ah, indeed, that can be you. And if you would like to sponsor here in Holland, that would be fantastic. For the price of a cup of coffee each month, you can become a Strope Wafel level patron. And there's even the opportunity to become a big cheese. Now, I know this is intriguing, but I don't want to give away everything. I want to leave you in a sense of suspense. But there is a link in the show notes if you want to find out more and how you can do all of this or you can surf to patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash here in Holland and all will be revealed. The more patrons I have, the more podcasts I can make and just imagine the incredible sense of well-being this will give you and added personal value too you will feel from signing up. So who knows, I might even throw in a signed photo or not, whatever your preference is. Well, you get the idea, so go to the link and sign up. You know it makes sense. The more patrons I have, the more podcasts I can make. All right, back to the show. In the Netherlands, they say that there's another cook. Yeah, Louis van Gaal, of course, was famous for all of this in, in when he was in England and yeah. the manager of Manchester United. He yeah. used to translate the stuff literally into English. And at home, we thought for a long time that he'd done a cookie from own dough, which mm. is a cookie van eigen deeg. Yeah. But actually, he said something else. But maybe we'll just, if you can yeah. explain the cookie van eigen deeg uh, first, and then we'll talk a little yeah. bit about Louis's fantastic performances <laughs> with the Dutch translation. Yeah, I always wonder if he, if he does it on purpose or not. Oh, they I loved think... him in England for it, absolutely. I mean, at least the press conferences yeah. by a football sport event were interesting. He, I think at first he must have been, you know, caught unawares and being like, oh, what did I just say? And then I think he just started doing it on purpose yeah. and getting yeah. all these expressions right, yeah. translated right away into English. Um, so cookie of your own dough, cookie van eigen deeg, it means like if someone pulls a trick on you and you do the same thing back, then you say, ah, so now you have a cookie of your own dough. Sort of getting what you deserve. Yeah, although it's it's more direct than in a karma sense, I'd say. So, for example, somebody has um, put his key to your car and and made a 
on purpose, like did something scratched to your car, car, scratched your car. Yeah. And this happens to this person himself, then it's a cookie of his own dough. So you shouldn't feel sorry for him because he did it himself. So of your yeah. own doing sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, also if you, if you say, well, I'll give you a cookie of your own dough, then it, it means that you will do this, the exact same thing back. Okay. I thought it meant like there's another expression, cigar van eigen doos, that you get something that you are, which is a cigar from your own box, which yeah, is getting different. something you already had. But this cookie yeah. is different. Then. This is, no, ah. yeah. Cookie of your own dough is more, uh, more vendetta-ish. Okay. I'd say ah. the, the, the Dutch polder version of vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> a vendetta if you think it's okay as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are you all fine is with Is everybody this? okay with a yeah. vendetta now? We're going to we'll start. We'll do the vendetta then, yeah, procedure. If it's a, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless anybody's sick and then we'll have a break and then we'll talk, talk a little bit further. We'll have that. some lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, Louis Machal, when he was in England, he said he was um, actually, it was a press conference, Manchester United, usual boring sports conference, mm. you know, who's fit, who's uh, three points, blah, blah, blah. At least he made them interesting. And, and somebody, they were playing West Brom, a rubbish team, and next next team was Chelsea, a good team, you know. Yeah. And he said, ah, that's an, another cook. <laughs> so he was saying, oh, under cook. Yeah, that's under a, cook. That's yeah. under a cook, yeah. yeah. And and then obviously the, the English press were just like, what? what? Another cook? What do you mean? He goes, oh, no, no, another biscuit. You know, so he's making it even worse. And it is that English. And they just say, no, 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 we don't know what you're talking about. But yeah. he was absolutely brilliant at doing those sorts of things. You know, yeah. and it was, uh, it was fantastic. I think, I think probably a good uh, soccer trainer will be, or football trainer will be, um, you know, he has to be, well, to say it in Dutch, scheid aan hebben. So he has to have, uh, we say, well, you have to have shit on it. You, you don't, you don't have <laughs> don't to give mind. a shit. You That's don't a, give a shit. Don't That's give a it. shit. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you want to directly translate your Dutch uh, proverbs, then by all means, yeah. you do it. Yeah. He I did. think I think you're a, a worse trainer if you're actually concerned about what other people might think. Yeah. yeah. I would be very bad. Bad trainer. <laughs> he also did the Dode of the Gladiola. Oh, the Dode of the Gladiola. Which, oh, that's which a, completely that, confused everybody. That's an interesting one, actually. I think it was, um, it's a very recent proverb and it was made by a, a one of our speed cyclists called Gerry Kneteman. Okay. Also known as the Kneet. <laughs> and he was from Utrecht. And, um, he would say, so about this, uh, cycling, match or a cycling tour that you could win and he so his uh saying was well you you either you either die or you get the flowers gladiola is some sort of flower i don't know the word in english i think it's the same isn't it gladiolas i'm, I'm not sure. very big on flowers but, very, uh, sort of red not yeah not very stylish i i i think but so you would if you win you get the flowers and otherwise you die so he would be very binary in his <laughs> way of thinking about just a little winning. bit dramatic yeah. yeah you couldn't like like coming in second would be death <laughs> only the gladiola meant you had won okay so that's where that came from now what is a good one as well i mean it certainly fired up the the press conference <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Well, at the end of this, we're going to get into a super Dutch section with cheese and windmills and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. We'll just do a yeah. couple more before we get to that. So uh, one that people probably know is getting something under the knee. It's on the, the knee hebben of krijgen. Yeah. I'm not sure which one it is. If it's you, can you can say both. Ik heb het onder de knie or ik krijg het onder de knie. Okay. Ik ben het onder de knie aan het krijgen. I'm starting to get it under the knee. <laughs> I've always seen this. I'm not sure if I'm right about this, but uh, to see it in a sort of a fight situation or if you... Uh, 
like uh, for example you're hunting down an animal as we do in Holland and uh, <laughs> you you grab it and then you put your knee on it or like in a fight oh, right. if you have your ah, knee okay. on it yeah. you're the boss ah, of it okay of course in this more of uh, more like cerebral times i guess um you would say it about skills that you acquire so i'm for example now uh, trying to become better at uh, Japanese, mm-hmm. so I can say, well, I'm I'm starting to get it under the knee. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And Why it, Japanese? Because I really uh, like Japan. I, I made a TV show about Japan, and I studied there for a while uh, in the end of last century. Hmm. Um, that that so sounds was, like a long time ago. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, it was a long time. It was ten years ago. Yeah. Um, so I made a TV show about this, and I'm relearning it, and also trying to be become better at it. So. Yeah. I'm getting it under my knee. And it feels mm. like that. Like you struggle with it and then you get it under you. Wrestle it to the ground. Ag- yeah, it's a bit aggressive, I guess. Okay. I guess a lot of people listening to this are struggling to get the Dutch under their knee and um, yeah. maybe not, not doing so well. It's hard oh. in Holland because Dutch people always, uh, that's what I hear. They start speaking English to you if you don't, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're not, if you're obviously not fluent in Dutch, they will try to help you and but actually you want them to speak Dutch, right? Yeah. It's getting less now. It used to be when I first came like 20 years ago, mm. everyone would speak English to you. Really? But now there's kind of like, speak Dutch, you know, oh, you've really? been here for three oh, weeks. So people are getting, you know, it's a, not, not oh. always so comfortable, but uh, yeah, mm. a little bit less uh, than it was. So it's mm, not changing yeah. climate, I think, but uh, that's yeah. some experience that uh, people mention sometimes these days. But uh, I always I always feel like, well, I should try to speak Dutch and do it slowly unless they don't want it. Or yeah. something is yeah. that the way you yeah would be? i think so i think yeah. it's good to to speak dutch and, and help out you know i always yeah. think that all dutch people had kind of screwed up faces because they were like you know when i was practicing my dutch because it was so yeah. bad in the well, beginning they were like, oh my <laughs> god is what is this to say? <laughs> well the, the good thing about japan is that nobody really speaks english there so mm. if you like you you will have to speak japanese and it makes it partially um yeah. yeah easier to to actually go out and do it immerse yourself into yeah. it yeah exactly, yeah exactly exactly otherwise you might be standing with a montful tanda yeah yeah <laughs> that's another good one yeah i was standing with my mouth full of teeth i always have to think of that emoji that has like the smile with all the teeth in it it means that you don't know what to say anymore so right for example you've been um lying a little bit uh, doing little white lies uh and uh but then you are caught out yeah is that yeah. How, is this yeah. how you say yeah. it yeah and uh and then you're so there i stood with my mouth full of teeth obviously not saying anything because you you only have your teeth in your mouth and not your words <laughs> but why why a mouth full of teeth i mean you obviously have got a mouth full of teeth but yeah but i think the teeth I think multiply the, when you start lying <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think the the feeling behind it is more like the only thing that was in my mouth was my teeth and not my tongue okay. speaking or right. my words or anything. It was just like the, the teethy smile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oops, that. So you were absolutely literally How would you say speechless. that in English? Is there... Speechless, yeah. I was speechless. dumbstruck, I think. Dumbstruck yeah. or dumbfounded or... Yeah, right. Yeah, I think those... Dumbstruck, I think. Dumbfounded. Yeah, although dumbfounded might be that you don't know... What to say and in mouth full of teeth is yeah. well I 
Oops, I've. Uh, I mean, there is an embarrass- yeah, uh, embarrassing yeah, yeah. situation. I guess that yeah, you were yeah bullshitting. I guess maybe it comes a bit more in that mm. region, and then you 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 know you can't keep your bullshit going. So you, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know an exact phrase, but yeah. Um, yeah, maybe if somebody does, they can send us an email yeah, please, about it. Yeah, please, please do so. I'm Let us know. As well. All right, let's enter the mega Dutch section: clogs, yeah. windmills, and and cheese. Mm. Uh, starting off with uh, with clogs. Yeah. New breaked main clump. Now yeah. my clog breaks. What's yeah. that about? Well, obviously, uh, in the olden times, uh, Dutch people used to wear wooden shoes, so they could break. Uh, I yeah. mean, of course, a breaking shoe is is weird. New breaking klomp. Um, it could break, and it you if you say it, it is about a reveal about something. Like you're absolutely astonished, like that- a light bulb moment or something. A kind of. You know, yeah, but in a negative sense. It's oh, not like okay. a good thing. Oh, oh and right. now my, my clock breaks. No, it's ah. more like somebody um, said he would be there. Then mm. he couldn't make it because the train uh, was late. And then it turns out that on Instagram, he put a picture of himself in a completely different place. Right. Now my clock breaks. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. Makes perfect sense when you say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would also translate translate this literally into English. I think. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. These are all made to translate literally into English. Let's mm, let's mm. Um, be honest about this. And yeah, then this is this is your hidden agenda. And this is my hidden agenda <laughs> to get these translated into English completely and yeah. uh, used around the That's world. Great. We'll get Donald Trump to say a few. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, okay, so a clap from the molen. Yeah, to, to get whacked by the windmill. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's well, a nice this... alliteration. It already sounds good. Yeah, yeah. it's already good. Uh, well, of course, a windmill has, uh, how do you, the arms, I guess? Yeah, the sails or something. I don't know. They're kind yeah, of, yeah. I, well, in, in Dutch, it's called a week. Yeah. Um, sails of the windmill or the, yeah, the, the. So the, the sticking out bits. The bits that go um, <laughs> the sticky, sticky outy bits. Uh, they, of course, uh, they uh, go round and round. Um, and it, it did, uh, happen. It used to happen that, that, uh, a miller is that the yeah. profession yeah. that goes with the windmill? Yeah. The miller would, if he didn't uh, uh, look out, he would get hit by one of those uh, arms of, mm. the, of the windmill, and then somebody like that would uh, turn crazy. I mean, it could permanently damage your brain because they go at a very very fast speed. So yeah. you would either be dead or go crazy or have a very severe concussion and i think the crazy uh, people so the people who turned crazy from mm. it i mean i use it uh i know this is not the term to use but here is where uh, my english fails me but um <laughs> so people who would uh, uh get funny from this i guess crazy uh, people crazy people sort of okay. crazy people on the street talking to themselves yeah then it will be so ah he got hit by, by the windmill yeah but it does have a historical context of of millers actually actually hit. being hit by the windmill and i was uh, i visited one of the windmills a while ago and was working and they had really like they put on these fences so you can't really get in yeah. the neighborhood of those uh the weekend yes yeah. yeah well don't seriously take you yeah. out i mean it's yeah. huge yeah these it's really huge. really yeah. big and very fast okay let's do a cheese one then yeah ze heeft daar geen kaas van gegeten yeah she hasn't eaten any cheese from that yeah it means that you're not skilled in something or that you don't know about something mm. so for example if you would uh talk to me about i don't know the the british school system or something and i literally don't know anything about that so i could say oh daar heb ik geen kaas van gegeten oh 
ah, I've never had any cheese of that. <laughs> so as if everything in the world you can have in a cheese version of itself. And if you've eaten it, then yeah. you know it. Cheese as a reference for everything. Yeah. Oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you can use it for anything. Like, yeah. oh, uh, astronauts, no. Or like astronomy, <laughs> no, I haven't had any cheese of that. It's, it's useful. <laughs> astronomy yeah. cheese. Uh, yeah. yeah. And there's another cheese one. It was lat the cast van je brood niet eten. Something yeah. like that. The, don't let somebody steal your cheese. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't let somebody eat the cheese from your bread. Yeah. Uh well, it's not about having things stolen from you, although that's what it literally means. But you use it if somebody is sort of maybe stealing your thunder, you would say. Like if someone is a, a very dominant in a situation and you don't like it, then you can somebody else can say to you, hey, don't let them eat the cheese of your bread. So stand... Uh, yeah, we can also say sta je mannetje, stand your man. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah, that's like Tommy Wynette, country singing sort of yeah, association. Yeah, stand by your man. Well, that's stand by your man. No, no, it's like stand your man. It means like... Okay. Um, yeah, man yeah, up. yeah, yeah, man up, yeah, yeah I guess. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. don't let him... Uh, or you can say to yourself, well, I won't let him eat the cheese of my bread, so I'll... I'll be the, the alpha person in this uh, situation. That's what a good one people can use in the office when they're having a bit of those kind of office politics and a bit of needle with somebody. They, yeah. they can say, okay, I'm not going to let you eat the cheese from my bread just yeah. to kind of stop someone in their tracks. They're like, what are you talking about? But yeah. you'll know secretly that you've hit them with one yeah. of these English-Dutch proverbs. Yeah, and that can also be, yeah, like if someone, uh, like you have something in your um how do you say that? Taka pakket or portfolio? Something in, your, yeah, in the office? Your job description that you or your job. And yeah. somebody is sort of edging edging into your territory. Then yeah. you can also say like, no, I won't let him eat the cheese of my bread. Yeah. This is my bread with my cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I once had a cat who would literally do this. So right. he would sit on my lap. And if I didn't look, uh, like a little paw would come up from under the table and would literally get the cheese of my bread <laughs> and it was sort of satisfying to see a proverb so literally okay. uh, interpreted and you were home. still friends with the cat definitely okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. all right and how about any with bikes you, when we yeah were... uh, we have some proverbs with bikes the first that jumps to mind i'd say is um oh it's not a pro proverb more okay. sort of a way of saying things so you can say, oh, die fiets, oh, on that bike. And um, so it means, oh, in that way. Uh, if you if you didn't understand something and then you understand how something is done, you say, oh, on that bike. Right. For example, so we're now in Amsterdam and you came from Leiden. And I was like, oh, so did you come by car? No, no, I came... Uh, I came by train. Oh, so you walked from the station. No, no, no. I came from other station. I took the bus all on that bike. So even if we're talking <laughs> if about something <laughs> completely different, like a different sort of transportation, you can always say all on that bike. Or right. um, I'm making um, sauerkraut. Oh, but I thought you were a vegetarian. Yeah, but I'm using uh, the vegetarian um, bacon all on that bike. That's Do you a know good this one? one? No, what I don't know that one. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's a good one, though. It's another one that's kind of a reference instead of the cheese reference for everything. Yeah. The bike reference for everything, yeah. which is which True. is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> another, uh, there's another one about bikes that's a bit more vulgar, uh, or a bit, a, a lot more vulgar. It's okay. called, um, it goes like this, Op een oude fiets moet je leren. Um, it means literally on, you have to learn it on an old bike. Okay. So we would say, uh, if you learn how to ride a bicycle, you... 
shouldn't do this on a new bike because you crash it, right? But this is strictly sexual, so they would say you can say this like uh, for your for your first time uh, having sex, you should have it with someone experienced. So I think it's a little bit you would more often say it if like a eighteen year old boy has his first time with a 25-year-old girl, you could say, oh, yeah, well, you have to learn it on an old bike, right? And so is that a, a common expression? Uh, it's a, it's like a, a, a joke-turned-expression. Right. You, you hear it quite right. often. And yeah. you could, but always sort of ironically, although, I mean, it does have, yeah, like someone who is 25 is obviously not old, but so... It is a bit ironic, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess it's like kind of double entendre, which is the yeah. same in English. You have the similar sort of riding a bike, and bike is also sometimes used in a sexual yeah. connotation, yeah, in a similar sort of way. Yeah, sometimes derogatory, uh, but riding a bike is riding and like yeah. kind of a kind of nineteen seventies bad sort of uh, sitcom feeling about it indeed, in a way. <laughs> indeed, yeah. And I think often with when talking about sex, you have those. Yeah, not talking about it directly. I mean, in Holland, of course, there's a lot of direct talk about anything and also about sex. But we also have, I once heard a woman say <laughs> about, like she was a an, sort of a middle-aged woman. And she said, um, so there was a lot of flirting going on with her younger colleagues. Mm-hmm. And she would say, yeah, they joke around with the, with the little birds. But from the old chicken, you get the best soup. <laughs> which I thought was, I don't know. Okay. It, it, it makes you wonder, right? Like, yeah. what, what was she referring to? I'm not sure, but it sounded dirty. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> in a kind of soup-related way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very odd. Okay. Well, I think, you know, we've had some great translations. I don't know. <laughs> do you think we're going to be successful in uh, translating these and exporting them around the world? Mm, well, Dutch is not a great export language. Well, although, mm. I mean... We used to do quite a lot of exporting, but I think these days we're because we're so small and insignificant, we tend to sort of sponge up other uh, languages, which is nice too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It would be great to have cut with pears ping ponged back across the, the North Sea. I yeah. would like to see that happen. That would be good. Yeah. I'm, my money's on monkey out of the sleeve. I'm hoping to make that just, big. Just make that happen. Range of T-shirts, whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. go for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Websites. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are there any others that you think we haven't um, come across that you think really, you know, wow, this is a good one, one I always yeah. Makes oh, there's me a laugh. very mystifying one mm. that I never understand what 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 is being meant. Um, it's if I'm not sure even maybe it does exist in English, but you off or sometimes you hear this. Yeah, well, when the when the heavens fall down, we'll all have a blue hat. Okay. In Dutch, it will be als de als de hemel naar beneden komt, hebben we allemaal een blauw hoedje. Okay. And I have no idea what it means, but I think something <laughs> about Judgment Day. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Of course, we used to be a very very religious country, so like once. Once Judgment Day comes, there will be no difference between the poor and the rich. Right. So we'll all have the same blue hat, blue from the sky that came down. I'm okay. Not sure. Yeah, so I was going to say why blue, but yeah, maybe from I the sky. I think from the sky. Yeah. Okay. It's very mystifying, isn't it? That's a mystifying way to do yeah. this. Paul, Pauline, thank you very much for well, talking to me about for, all these things. Coming. And, and uh, yeah, it's great that you're doing this podcast. Okay. Thanks a lot. No. All right. Brilliant. Jingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
the wonderful Pauline Cornelissen. You can catch her doing her latest one-woman show at theatres throughout the Netherlands from January. It's in Dutch, so good for your practice. You can check out her website too, paulinecornelissen.nl. There's tons of stuff there too, including links to her podcasts and books as well. Thank you, Pauline, for joining here in Holland. So what do you think of here in Holland? Let me know. Get in touch. Maybe you have some Dutch phrases we can include in the campaign to get them used in English around the world. There's a Here in Holland Facebook page, cunningly called Here in Holland. There's a website too, hereinholland.com. And you could even send me an email if you are that way, inclined, hereinholland at gmail.com. And tell family and friends and vague acquaintances down the pub about the podcast too. The more people who know about it, the better. Oh yeah, here's the secret bonus story at the end. After we turned off the mics, Pauline remembered another monkey expression. Of course, I couldn't resist. There, yeah, there's another expression about uh, about monkeys, and it's um, now we're <laughs> so now we're staying in the monkey, basically. So no, we're staying. Well, okay, in Dutch it's now. Now zijn we in the aap gelogeerd. Okay, this is a new one for me, a new monkey expression. Oh my god, well, you, you have to start using... <laughs> my entire using, family are going to be so happy. Yeah, in the aap gelogeerd. It, it, it even, it sounds ungrammatical in, in Dutch, but you have to say it like this. Now we're in, now we're, like, we're lodged in the monkey, literally, sort of. Um, <laughs> and I have no idea where it comes from. And I think there must have been some sort of... Uh, like staying in the monkey, like yeah. like it's a hotel. Like it's a hotel or a tavern. And it always means like, now we're really into deep shit. Okay. And like deep fiasco territory. Uh, like the car broke down and then my phone battery went dead and we were in the middle of Brabant, south of Holland. <laughs> then like, oh shit, now we're lodged in the monkey. Um, so I guess... In the olden times, there must have been, uh, yeah, I guess a sort of a hotel or or a, a proto hotel type of thing that was called the Monkey. Okay. Um, and I think the service was pretty bad there because it it turned out to be such a negative uh, proverb. It's a weird one, isn't that it? That is so weird. It's very, very weird indeed. Yeah, you should start using that as well. But I am extremely happy there is another Monkey proverb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bonus points if you come up with even more monkey expressions. They are truly amazing. Other expressions are also welcome too. From me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. 